Hey, and welcome to Colorful Conversations, brought to you by the creators of Kaleidoscope Living. I'm Tia, your host and occasional referee. Hey, I'm Tasha. And I'm Joe. We know from experience that living your best life begins with creating a home you love. So on this podcast, we chat about DIY, home design, and life at home. Our goal is simple. We want you to learn something useful and to have fun every time you listen. All right, y'all, here we go. Today we are talking about how to marry different decorating styles, tips for couples. Mm-hmm. It's a hot topic. It's very hot. It's a big hot topic at my house, as you guys know. And so I'm eager to hear what you're going to say. Uh, first, we're going to talk about what's happening on the home front for each of you. <laughs> Tell us, Joe, what's happening? Well, um, we're in the kind of deep in the plans for renovating the kitchen. We're, it's happening. Yeah, we're. Um, it's exciting. We've kind of finalized pretty much everything. We've got a few things to figure out, but I think that's the biggest thing going on, definitely. That's a big thing. We are officially, like, we have the date set. March 18th is when work begins, which means we have a whole lot of purging and packing. It's like, it feels weird to pack up your house to not move, but that's pretty much what we have to do. Um, So, yeah, Joe hit the nail on the head. That's the big thing. But we also have a dining room makeover going on, and I've been doing a lot of stories about it, and people have been very excited about it so far. (laughs) No one is as excited as I am. As Tia knows, um, my birthday was Sunday, and she was very sweet and brought over um, some awesome birthday presents. And when she saw the chandelier, that we had hung she started shouting and i started shouting and i was so excited that somebody was equally excited it's amazing me so those are yeah right now we have kind of a lot going on in the makeover slash remodeling department so are you saying joe did not squeal with delight when he saw it i was super excited (laughs) so but in a more quiet way yeah 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 somebody's got to tone it down yeah (laughs) I mean, it's poor Joe can like never live up to my excitement level. It's just not possible. It's, one house can't con- could not contain all that. That's it's why better. we have two girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were excited, but Joe just every time, I, and so I'll ask him fifty times, like, "Oh my gosh, isn't it amazing?" And he's like, "Yes, I like it." But it's like, I mean, anyway, I bless his heart. He I tries, but your reaction was just everything. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now we're going to do a quick newlywed type type question here where you answer. I'm going to ask a question, and you're going to answer what you think your spouse would say. Oh, boy. (laughs) So we'll we'll make it about the renovation. Oh, okay. All right, Joe, what do you think Tasha's one single thing she's most excited about about the renovation is? I think it's going to be the location of the trash can. Yes, I like that. We have actually discussed that extensively. Yeah, so. right. I think there's some other things. I could like the hood is going to be huge, so we're not fogging out our house every time we uh, cook something. And oh my gosh, but y'all. the trash cans like the. The location, I mean, she keeps talking about it. She gave me the rundown of how this was going to work. She gave it to me, too. Yeah. Oh, y'all, babe, I think you, it's funny because I think that you're right. That is what I'm most excited about. Um, I thought you were going to say the location of the kitchen sink, which I'm equally excited about. However, it's really both answers are accurate because it is the relationship <laughs> of the sink to the trash can. So the assembly line will be trash right there sink right there in the middle followed by the dishwasher so we never have to take any steps to clean up after dinner it's very exciting you nailed I it i just babe. choose to not clean up <laughs> that's I also cut an out option the middle man. 
It's just... And then crab at it two days later. That's no, a different approach. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a different approach. Okay, so Tasha, what is Joe most excited about? Ooh. I think I would say Joe is most excited about... Well, he kind of already said it. I think it's probably the vent hood. The fact that we're actually going to have a functioning, proper vent hood. Because, y'all, when we cook, like, especially with a cast iron skillet... We have to open our skylights. We have to open our doors, even in the dead of winter, because our whole house smokes up. Yeah. It's, and we've been living like that for, I mean, even in other houses, it's been. We've never had a great vent. Yeah. So it's primitive. So we told our contractor initially, we want a vent hood that will literally suck our hair up into it. Oh, and that's he, aggressive. That's against code. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He had to break it to us. He was like, that's not going to happen, but it'll be a lot better than what we have. Yeah. So oh, better than was I right? Is that I think so, yeah. yeah. So at the top of the list. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, God, you guys, perfect couple. Well. All right. So we're gonna move into what we're actually here to talk about today, marrying different decorating styles. But first, just a reminder that this is no ordinary podcast. When we record these, we're gonna be streaming live. And so make sure you're following us on Instagram because that's where we're gonna announce. And so if you need to be following Tasha, because she'll announce the day and the time of our next recording. We kind of mix it up. We don't have a, a set time that we're recording, we so it could be any time. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> and if you want to rewatch any episodes, they're going to also be on the YouTube channel. True that. So you can probably have notifications or something for that. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching the live stream on Instagram, just drop us a question and interact with us. And um, I, I'm watching it. I'm paying attention. And we'll pick at least one question to answer during the whole podcast. so that, um, And then we'll send you something fun. Some swag. Some to swag. be determined. We have no idea what it's going to be, but it'll be amazing. Amazing. All right. So let's move into what we're actually here to talk about to help the people with. And so, Tasha, do you want to get us sort of started on this? Yeah. So today's topic I'm super excited about because it's a question I get really a lot, which is how do you combine two different decorating styles? And it usually comes up in the context of, you know, either my my spouse or my boyfriend or my partner. We just have very different taste. And so we butt heads and we don't get anything accomplished. And how do we move past this? So today we're talking about how to marry different decorating styles. And it's tip for couples, whether you're married, whether you're life partners, whatever it is. It's for anyone who's living together and has two different styles. So I was doing some research for this podcast episode, and I found um, a survey that was conducted by a store called You Gallery. Never heard of it, but it exists. And the survey found that nearly 60% of the women who responded thought that managing different day different home decor styles was one of the biggest challenges for couples. Um, and that it the survey specified that that really included decisions about colors, furniture, what to hang on walls, all that stuff. That's a huge percentage of people who are finding this challenging. Yeah, I can't. I mean, this is an ongoing issue at our house. Oh, girl. Even when we just discussing remodeling a tiny bit, I was started sweating <laughs> that I'm not going to, that everything is going to be a fight. Yeah. So what's far more shocking is a 2013 survey by House, 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 which is a website that Tasha loves for home decor inspiration. And that found that 12% of people who responded considered separating or divorces, divorcing during a home remodel. That's this, intense. That is intense. It, it frightened me because we just said the word remodel the other night, and I was like, well, we're going to get divorced. <laughs> you just want to say, so do her. what your wife said, yeah. man. Do what she says. <laughs> yes. So Joe's reading this this morning, and he goes, 
why does it? Why is this talking about divorce? <laughs> What's happening? But um, I'll let Joe speak to. I don't know his his kind of thought on our commonalities and differences in decor. So there's definitely a lot in common, but we definitely have a lot of differences. You're a little more loud with your a little loud choices of color and things that I probably wouldn't go out on the out of the box to to meet, and so. I think I'm probably a little more low-key. I think I want more comfort, organization. Oh, preferably closed. Mm. Joe's not a big fan of the open shelving. He's like, why can't this be closed and hidden? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that what we have in common is our overall style. Like, neither of us have a super traditional, I call it like mother-in-law style, which sounds bad, but it's like the very traditional, you know, dining room furniture. Neither of us have that. We definitely have kind of a more modern vibe, but Joe, I would say yes. He focuses more on function and comfort. I want those things too, but it really has to be pretty. And as Joe mentioned, Joe tends to mellow me out a smidge in the home. I'm like, look at this bright pink and orange piece of art. And he's like, oh, no, veto. So I do think my style would be a bit more over the top. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I think that Joe also, um, and we touched on this in the pilot episode, he tends to be very thrifty, this lovely man. So I joke but it's kind of not a joke that he would live on, like, outdoor furniture inside the house. They make some comfortable outdoor <laughs> options these days. And some expensive ones. Yeah. Who doesn't like a hammock? Um, <laughs> that's a few enos. That's all you need. Anyway, so we definitely, you know, we have some commonalities, but a lot of differences to overcome as well. Well, Tasha always sends me mock-ups of, like, yes. art, and I'm like, yes, it's amazing, all the pink. And then then I see it, and I'm like, mm, that is not what we discussed. No. And she's like, what happened to Where's that the pink? And I'm like, Joe vetoed it. <laughs> it's always the ones I love because they're pink. She is good about that, though. I yeah. do get, and it's that's how she puts it. You get, you know, here's your options, veto what you want, yeah. or, you know, yeah. send me something you like. So I definitely, I feel like I'm involved. Oh, oh yeah, he's good. involved. Yeah. He is. It's important. That's awesome. Well, can you give us some good examples of when y'all have um, design compromises that you've reached? Oh, yeah. Because those can be tricky. So I'd say, and it's been a more recent one, is the uh, recliner that we bought. Which, and I never was like, <laughs> I won't have to have a recliner. But but every time I went to a store, I was sitting in them. <laughs> Yeah. I think that was the hint. And that's been since day one of us being married. And Y'all. Yeah. Yeah. We're going on 17 years. This man has, he's right. He hasn't, he was never super vocal about it, but he had a burning desire for a recliner. Always. Well, I got one 17 years later. <laughs> you really put in the time on that one. I did. Well, here's what happened. Well, a lot of it's, you, can't, you can't just buy a piece of furniture for any, you know, we've been in different houses. Yeah. They don't always fit right. Mm-hmm. And so anyway. Well, and, and, you know, he's right. He would always lovingly sit in recliners in a, in a store if he happened to see one. And he would be like, oh, my this is so comfortable. And look, the armrest opens up and there's a cooler. <laughs> yes. And I'm Multifunctional. like. Multifunctional. So just like Joe has the power to veto, so do I. And for 17 years, I was like, that is ugly. 
That is ugly. Um, it is very well, comfortable. And you don't need a cooler in the den, let's be honest. I'm kind of joking about although I don't think he would have had a problem with that. <laughs> I'm pretty Built-in sure I could. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could have trained Titan to bring yeah. me some beer. <laughs> there you go. But finally, when we decided to kind of rearrange the family room, I was like, listen, you have this like burning desire for a recliner. Like, let's actually really focus on trying to find one that you find comfortable and that is pretty as well. And I feel like our rear ends sat in every recliner in any showroom within driving distance. Um, and Joe had very specific requirements, y'all. Do not think he is an innocent victim of not having a recliner for 17 years. Because, Joe, tell them, what was your number one thing? I'll give you a hint. It has to do with your head. I mean, who wants a recliner that they... They can't put their head on. It's right. They all flat <laughs> backwards. Yeah, we so, need some some head support. You'd yeah. have to wear a neck, a neck, one of the, like an airplane pillow. If you don't have a head support. Do we have to bring this up to you? Oh, it's <laughs> this is happening, <laughs> y'all. So we finally Joe needed a high back recliner. Basically, he wanted full head support. And so, long story short, we finally found one that we both thought was beautiful and fit our style and was comfortable at West Elm and we bought it and, and it, it is beautiful it's the best purchase we've made in a long time but but Joe tell them what you do tell the people what you do I don't use it on the recliner but on the couch that has no head support I <laughs> I tend to use the neck he pillow uses I was joking. a travel p- no no <laughs> no no he uses a travel <laughs> pillow around his neck an ugly travel pillow um, the girls sleep with it sometimes <laughs> Anyway, you're right. I guess you don't use it with the recliner. But that was a compromise. And, you know, yeah, it did take 17 years. But once we really concentrated on it, it was more like a six-month search. And we both love it. Six months is still a – that's a legit amount of time to put in a piece of furniture. But we both love it. Like, I would say it's one of – Joe sits in it infinitely more than I do. But it is one of our favorite pieces of furniture. Do you worry about your girls breaking it? Uh, No. Yeah, they're pretty. This, I mean, this would be a, an issue at my house. <laughs> there's no lever. You, oh. ju- you you just use your body weight to push it back. So there's. An, I don't feel like there's a whole lot of breaking options. What about flipping backwards? No, this would also be an she issue. Has, she, my, our kids are more like, <laughs> um, like they like to quietly color and put stickers on things. Tia's kids are a little more lively. <laughs> they, they function in destroy mode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a beautiful recliner, Thank so it was you. a very good compromise, was. for sure. And we will link to it in the show notes for anyone who is deeply curious about this magic recliner that has fit all of our needs. So give us another. There's got to be more than just the recliner. Oh, I mean, I could give you so many. But, like, very recently, I mentioned we're working on the dining room makeover. And I we because our kitchen and dining room are going to be opened up to each other we were really discussing both of the room makeovers kind of in how they're going to relate to each other i really wanted we're doing white perimeter cabinets in our kitchen i really wanted a dark very dramatic dark like moody color for the kitchen island and joe was like well he didn't want to go so dark right yeah yeah i mean i, I guess you want something because even though you want something that fits you, it's a kitchen. It's a you know, it's a huge project, a huge expense. Yeah. You want something that, in whenever we decide to leave this house, somebody's going to walk in and say, "I like that." You know that that fits most people's styles as well as yeah. Our, ours that's as good well. thinking. That's good thinking. He's a smart one, this guy. So we literally, I mean, we went to the paint store together. Isn't that a novel idea? And we literally like. We looked at all the swatches available, then we asked the person for their swatch card, and we just flipped through until we found a color that we liked. But by me saying, you know what, 
I think that's smart. Let's go a little bit lighter on the color for the island. If we do that, are you okay with me going with a very dark color on the dining room walls? And he was like, yeah, I think I'm good with that. So I still ultimately got like this urge for a dark color. It was just in a different space. And by talking it through and compromising, I think we actually wound up in a much better place. I think our compromise, and now that I think about it, it's been going on since before we were married. Yeah. And we went into a store to to register for... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm scared. Okay. To register for, you know, plates cutlery. and cutlery. Yeah. Yeah. It was crate and barrel. And I mean, there was like five couples around this box of He's different gonna, yeah. different cutlery, you know, trying to pick out the perfect <laughs> one. And I was like, we gotta we gotta speed this up. This is gonna take forever. <laughs> and so finally we were, you know, like, oh maybe this one, maybe that one. And I was like, all right. Let's just go and knock the nose out. So I just pointed, and Tasha would give it the, you know, yes yep. or no. And we, we knocked out, you know, 75% of them with one so trip. Smart. Everybody was still at their same one, you know, looking at them. And then we went back to the three or four that were left yeah. and finalized it. It was yeah. a great suggestion. It worked like a charm. What he is kindly not mentioning is that he was so embarrassed after he asked me to do this because I am not quiet. And I was like, this is a great idea. So all these people are around and I'm going, no, 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 no. And he was like, Tasha, you're they're, like, oh. they're holding these like they're going to be their cutlery for the rest of their <laughs> life. Like, and you hideous, just terrible. Put that down, ma'am. <laughs> Don't you don't want that? He was like, maybe you could be a little quieter. We could do this with a magazine at home, <laughs> with your feelings about the ones you don't yeah. like. Anyway, so yeah, we have that's smart. It, that was not a great process at our house, which I'm sure you can imagine. I finally had to bring five plates home and say, Pick which one. of these yeah. five plates? And then he didn't. The one he picked, I didn't like. <laughs> so I called him and was like, just kidding. I picked something different. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll see. That's good. Those are yeah. all good. And then. Um, All right, so I think we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsor. Let's do it. And then we'll come back with some really awesome tips. Do any of these words describe how you feel about your home? Uninspired, embarrassed, tired, boring, or overwhelmed? These are words I hear all the time from readers who ask me for design advice, and it kills me. It breaks my heart to know that there are that many people out there that are so unhappy with their homes. So I decided to do something about it. Um, Almost a year ago, I created Designer in a Binder, a comprehensive step-by-step workbook and ebook in one that teaches you how to design spaces that you love. And you get it all for less than the cost of one hour with an interior designer. To purchase Designer in a Binder, visit designerinabinder.com. And as a big thank you for listening, you can enter the code PODCAST to receive 25% off either package. Right now, Designer in a Binder is only available in digital form, but spoiler alert, we're working on creating a physical version now, and more details about that will be coming soon. So we're back. We're back, hey. And we're currently hammering out how to marry your styles. Yes. When you are married, and you might like different things, but you have to live in the same house and decorate together. Yep. Spend your money together. So can you give us some tips about what you would, how you would help the people who were struggling with this? Let's help the people. Yes. So what we shared already was just kind of our personal, some of our personal experiences with it. But now we want to give you actual like concrete tips. If you are a note taker, this is where you're going to want to take notes. So Joe's going to walk us through each tip and I'm going to kind of elaborate on each tip. So first, open the lines of communication and talk about what you like and what you don't like. And then, yeah, 
So you're going to talk, and here's why I recommend that. Let's say Joe and I are working on the dining room, because we are. You, I mean, it's really smart to sit down first and say, you know what? We need to make some changes in this room. Let's talk about what we like about the room and what we dislike about the room first. There are probably people listening who are like, well, that's silly. I mean, everyone knows what you like and don't like about your room. No, you really don't until you talk about it. And the reason it's such a good note to start on is there's a very, very good chance that you will be in agreement on what you like and don't like. We love the size of the windows. We love the amount of light that this room gets. The color isn't really working for us. You're probably going to find a lot of common ground there. And so it just starts the experience out on a bit of a positive note. If you can start feeling like you are on the same page, the rest of the process will move more smoothly, I promise. So from there, you want to talk about what the goals of the room are and make sure you're on the same page with how that room is going to function and be used by the family. This is a big one, and we, mm-hmm, we've we talked about it more than once with our dining room. Joseph would really enjoy a ping pong table in the room. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Team Joe. There's That's room all I need to hear. It. There's room for it. Y'all... So the latest conversation, which literally just happened about the ping pong table, I was starting to kind of get on board with that. I thought if we can use a ping pong table as a dining room table and it can be beautiful, you know, I don't want a bright green ping pong table. But I thought, so I actually, so, so I said... Does it have to be regulation size? Because I thought if we could make a smaller version, you know what? I can compromise on this. And he goes, yes, it has to be regulation The girls aren't going to get to the Olympics in ping pong without a regulation table. Very good. Come on, guys. I mean, we're right here. Yeah. (laughs) Joe said, if you're going to have a ping pong table, it has to be regulation size. And I was like, well, that's not going to work for me. Anyway, so, but again. Sorry, Joe. You need to be on this. Dream dream crusher. I know. That's what I do. (laughs) One in every family. (laughs) (laughs) You need to, again, your chances are, that's an extreme example. Like, I don't want a rec room for a dining room. We actually eat dinner in our dining room. I want it to be a meal room and, like, an entertaining room. And we ultimately got to that spot. But, again, the the chances are you're not going to have one person who wants a ping pong room and one person who wants a dining room. Chances are, if you and Anthony sit down and say, what do we want to be able to do in this living room? You're going to say the same things. Like, I want to be able to sit and watch TV. I want the kids to be able to spread out and play a board game if they want. I want there to be room for Alice and Van to dance around because they like to do it. You're going to, again, you're going to stumble upon common ground And this will be the second time you've found where you agree. And so you're just setting yourself up for feeling like you're a united front. And you'll probably find things that you didn't even think about. Like the other person has a different perspective and like, oh, I never thought about how much I like those windows or whatever. It just, it's, it's helpful. So the first two steps are really all about opening the lines of communication, like Joe said, and finding common ground. You do not want to argue in steps one and two. You just want to say, like, I never thought about that. I see your point. You just want to try to get on the same page. Positive language only. Yes, I recommend positive not language. Not aggressive language. <laughs> yes. Because I do feel like this could devolve very and quickly. those two steps are two of the steps that I really walk people through in Designer in a Binder. Like, because most people skip right over those steps. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are listening to this and you already own Designer in a Binder, you could have approach it one of two ways. You could fill out the worksheets separately 
for each space that you do and then kind of compare notes. I love or you could fill them out jointly, whatever you think is going to work best for you. But even if you don't have designer and a binder, talk through those two steps. All right, Joe, hit it. What's number three? So then you want to um, think and talk about how you want it to look. And yeah. so that goes into the different elements that are going to come into the room and everything from paint colors to pillows. Yes. So the first two steps you'll notice, we're not really talking about decorating at all. It's not until step three where you're hopefully like a united front feeling positive about working together that you are going to start to talk about how you want the room to look. But there is a constructive way to do this and there is a non-constructive way to do this. So my recommendation is if even if you're if you're on Pinterest, go to Pinterest and I'll elaborate on that in a minute. If you're not, if you're, you know spouse or partner is not on Pinterest, they could also use your account. As long as one person is on Pinterest, you could set up two separate boards, but you basically want to set up a board per person, one for each person, separate boards. Do not, you, the other person's board is none of your business at this stage. (laughs) And you (laughs) want to look for images of rooms. If you're working on the family room, look for images of family rooms that just really speak to you. Don't edit yourself. If you like it, pin it. Okay. And then, and like I said, really no comment on your other, on your, on the other person in your couple. You cannot comment on theirs. It is none of your business. Back up. And then you, once you've pinned yours and they've pinned theirs, just sit on them for a while. Let them marinate. Then revisit them and try to narrow it down to like your top five. Like, oh, these are the ones that I love the most. So you're each going to narrow it down to five. Once you've narrowed them down to five, then you may sit. You have my permission (laughs) to sit and look at them together. Okay. And here's what's going to happen. Chances are things about them, if not the entire rooms, are going to look vastly different. But what you can do is, like, if I'm looking at Joe's images and I see, oh, my gosh, like, he's pinned a leather sofa. Every single room he has pinned has a leather sofa in it. And I decide, you know what? If I found the right leather sofa, I could totally go that route. You will you will find areas where you are willing to concede and compromise. And it's so much easier to do it this way than Joe saying, I want a leather couch, and me going, ugh, I don't want a leather couch. I want an upholstered couch. Have you been in my house? That was like, you just did exactly what happened in my house. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hate that. No, I don't want that. I mean, it's it's just not. Or in the store, which is even better when people are watching. Oh, yeah. 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 But I just feel like there's something really powerful about seeing images that your partner is drawn to and taking a moment to appreciate like oh my gosh they there is a leather couch in every one of these images is that something i can work with can we find common ground and then they should do the same thing for you you know if you pin if every single pin of yours has like a you know colorful fabric for the curtains then hopefully they can say you know what if i get a leather couch and there's no pattern on that i think i could do some pattern on the curtains so that is my recommendation. Sit down and compare notes together. Hopefully, you will also be able to make a list of things that the spaces might have in common. I mean, you never, that's the thing, you never know. If you both have pinned a couple of rooms that have blue paint on the walls, probably safe to go with blue paint. You know what I mean? So it's another, it's another method of, um, like, 
kind, kind, constructive feedback, it just gives you a better um, mechanism for doing it to actually look at the images. And again, don't argue at this stage. Don't. It's just try to understand where the other person is coming from. Um, and hopefully you can look at their images and realize, I could totally live with that element. It clearly really matters to them. And if you do that, there's a very good chance they will extend the same courtesy. And what you will wind up with is a space that you both like a lot more. So you got to right. like really go in with an open mind, though. You do. Sometimes we at our house go into things with both on both sides. Closed, like I'm going to hate everything that <laughs> you love. Yeah. Because we're so different, and I feel like then, but then we never can, and then everybody's mad. Well, so here's the thing. The whole reason Joe and I are outlining these tips for you is I feel like you're not the exception. You're the rule. That mm-hmm. is where most couples start. I, But I think putting a process into place Smart. and giving it a framework makes the whole thing feel more constructive. And it makes both people feel like they are really being heard Mm -hmm. as opposed to just, no, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Well, there's rules. Yeah. When there's no rules, it's mayhem and... Yeah. It's no boy now. Florida the Flies decorating. (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So that brings us to tip number four. What is it, Joe? So from there, you want to create a mood board. Yep. And it could be multiple mood boards or... Oh, yes. Yeah. Kind of mix everything you've kind of put together your you know the different things that you like and have in common try and try and put them together yeah hopefully in stage three you will reach some conclusions like we should paint the wall blue and then you kind of pick a few different blue colors and put them on a mood board now if you're listening and you're like what's the mood board let me explain it's not it's not fancy it's not technical it's literally taking the individual elements that you're planning on using in the room that would be you know a paint color rug sofa artwork and you put it on digitally you put it on one rectangle all together to see if it works and to kind of really visualize what all of the elements will look like together. Um, And this is something I have done for years now. And Joe kind of talked about it earlier. I mean, I think you find it super helpful. Yeah, because you get to see, you know, the potential of how things might look. And it also, this is kind of going back to what we talked earlier about the veto process. And (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's not going to work for me. Or, you know, you kind of get an idea of what, um, you know, how things are going to look and, and you kind of can voice your opinion about, you know, maybe not that. I mean, let's can we look for something else? And, and it's easy to just pull, you know, one element out and bring something yes. else in. And so, so do you make multiple mood boards and say, which of these combinations do you like best? Or do you make one and then let him look at it and say, I, that rug is the worst thing I've ever seen. Get it out of here. And then you, you then you throw in a new rug. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I've done both. I would say more often than not, I create one. I come up with one and I say, okay, this is what I'm thinking. And then Joe will do exactly what he's saying and say, you know, that I feel like the wall color is too dark or I don't. I'm not doing rust colored curtains, Tasha. It's never going to happen. And then, but what? what is that a color? <laughs> what inevitably. Something you clean. <laughs> what usually happens is he'll say, you know, I like elements X, Y, and Z, but can we play around with, you know, A, B, and C? Mm-hmm. And so it's, there have been times like the the stairs for the art. 
No, the art for the stairs. Woo, that was backwards. The art for the stairs, I probably made a total of 11 different mood boards. But on 10 of them, probably three pieces overlapped because we Mm -hmm. were good with those, but we had to fill in the other blanks. So um, if you are thinking, gosh, this mood board thing sounds like an amazing idea, but I have no idea how to do it. Oh, you're in luck. You can text all one word, mood board, to 44222, and we are going to send you a free guide that I have put together to show you exactly how to make mood boards. You do not need to be a graphic designer to do this. You do not need any paid tools to do this. You can do it for free, but that's how you can learn if you've never done it. So again, you'll text all one word, mood board, to 44222, and we will send you the free guide that I have put together. Side note, if you're listening live, don't text it yet because it's not all set up. But by the time the the episode drops, it will be ready for everyone. Um, so, yeah, I feel like you just continue to tweak the mood board until you're both happy. And for what it's worth, the other super, let's say, I feel like my sister and brother-in-law fall into this category. He really does not care. He is happy for her to make all the decorating decisions. He is he is just that he is just a go with the flow kind of dude. Sounds like a dream. No, <laughs> it does, he right? Is, he is. And he's pretty amazing. Um, and my sister loves decorating, so it works great for them. But even let's say you fall into that category, and you're like, I don't have to make compromises. My my person lets me do what I want. I still actually really recommend making mood boards. The number of times that. I have made a mood board and thought, ooh, I thought I was going to love that rug with that art. And then I see it. I'm like, ooh, that's not great. So I actually will tweak my own mood boards before I ever present anything to Joe. Because sometimes I get it wrong. And you don't know that until you're looking at it and all the elements are on one little rectangle. And you can really see how everything works together. So even if you're you're in a couple and you're, you're the other portion of your couple never vetoes your decisions. I still think mood, board can, more, mood boards can be super, super helpful. Yep. This isn't marriage consulting or anything, but at least at that point you're doing something together and, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. And That's nice. <laughs> Thanks. Here's, a na- I will, here's another tip, which isn't even on here, but I'm just thinking of it because <clears throat> Joe sometimes will say, I don't like that. And I'm like, Okay. Can we dive deeper? Can we go a little deeper here? That's it. Can you tell me what you don't like about it? So you might have to ask follow-up questions because, um, (laughs) and then. Well, sometimes you just got to be in the middle of the store shooting down cutlery. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But here's an example. So we were, I was working on a mood board for our powder room makeover, which isn't going to happen until this summer. Um, but I'm working with some sponsors on it. And so it requires kind of advanced planning. And I, it's a small space, right? And so I was like, well, we're obviously need to do a fun wallpaper in it. And I presented a mood board to Joe. Do you remember what you said about the first wallpaper? I don't remember, no. Oh, did I just <laughs> say it out. no? <laughs> That's the reaction I got. No, 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 no. It's never going to happen. And so I was trying, I really did want to understand what is so objectionable about it. And he was like, I just can't pinpoint it. I don't know how to articulate it. And I said, oh, let's try this a different way. Can you tell me what you do like about it? Do you want to know what he said to me? Do you remember? No. (laughs) He said, I like that it's removable. (laughs) (laughs) That I can take this down when you leave on a trip. Yes. (laughs) I almost died. But you know what that told me? I wasn't mad. It told me I... 
it was not. I was barking up the wrong tree right. with that particular wallpaper, and I needed to go back to the drawing board. Right. And I did, and I actually think the one that we landed on and agreed on, I even like it better than the first one. So... It's always a helpful process. Sometimes your spouse or partner may not be as helpful with the feedback as you want. But usually <laughs> it, it gives a great story to tell because that was one of the funniest things he's ever said to me. I like that it's removable. I was like, fantastic. I'm going to go back to the drawing board I on think, this one. I mean, and we've used this like removable type wallpaper before. Yeah. And so that's especially it's a small room and it's not a you know huge expense or a big project. Uh-huh. but. It makes it nice that you can walk away from it it pretty quickly if it doesn't work out. (laughs) Especially if you're, you know, a little afraid of commitment. But at the end of the day, if you go through this process, I think it accomplishes multiple things. One, it gives you a framework to work within so no one feels like they're being attacked and everyone feels like their voice is being heard. And at least it's true for Joe and I. At the end of this process, which is really what we follow and we have for many, many years, we both wind up loving the space and we both live in the house and we should both love the space. So it's a process that works for us. And I think we both highly recommend it for well, others. I think this is a good process. I'll say for people who, if one spouse suffers from overwhelm, yeah, you taught me the mood board trick and we did it with the rugs, which was a real situation at my house yes. because the, the vast amount of rugs available on the interwebs, oh, it was crazy. very overwhelming to my husband. <laughs> So I gave him, I did I did Tasha's mood board, yeah. and I gave him 10, 10 pairs, and then we just kept narrowing it down. And we have rugs we both like now yeah, they're that amazing. look good together. They do. <laughs> they look fantastic. So it's good for the overwhelmed portion of the people, too. So those are our tips. I'm just going to quickly recap them. Number one was talk about your likes and dislikes of your current room first. Then, number two, talk about your overall goals for the room. Number three, you're going to start to think and talk about how you want it to look. And that's where you're actually going to dive into Pinterest or House or whatever. You're, it could even be magazines. But you want to basically narrow it down to five spaces each, then compare notes. And then your fourth step is once you have found some overlap and made some compromises, you're going to put together a mood board. And again, you can text mood board to 44222 to get the free guide on how to create them for free and with no design skills. All right. So that is a good place for us to stop. And next up in our next episode, we are going to discuss how to hire a contractor. Yes. Just something as near and dear to your heart of recently. And then make sure also that you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts so you don't miss when the next ones drop. And um, don't forget, you don't have to wait until next week to connect with us. Nope, you don't. You can find us pretty much anywhere on social media. I hang out on Instagram most. I am at Tasha.Kaleidoscope. Yeah, so hit us up. Connect with us over there. And before you leave today, if you don't mind, go over to the app and leave us a review. Every single one helps. But if you hate us, you can totally skip that step. And last thing before we peace out for the day, if you want to tell us something or make us laugh, ask us a question or anything else, email us at podcast at kaleidoscopeliving.com. And each week we'll pick our favorite listener email and send them a fun surprise. Yeah. Maybe you'll think of something that you need to know about this. (laughs) Yes, hopefully. All right. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.